I've come with a proposition that I hope you'll profit from. The pleasant richness of his voice wrapped around me like cashmere, disorienting me. It was Richard who had spoken like this, so that every word sounded like an endearment. Atlas, for that was the mocking nickname Richard had given his brother, had spoken rarely, and then almost inaudibly. The years had lent him eloquence and assurance, and I found myself resenting him for it. These things had been Richard's birthright. It was unjust that they should now have passed into the keeping of his unworthy sibling. If fortune had been compelled to obliterate one of the Blackwood brothers, why could it not have been this one? I ought to have been shocked at myself for so ruthless a thought. But it was not, I admit, a new one. In the terrible days and weeks after the news of Richard's death had reached me, I had thought it sometimes. Why Richard and not Atlas? Why take the paragon and leave the ruin? Pray go on, I said, to stem the tide of bitter thoughts. He folded his hands on the ivory handle of his walking-stick. It was carved in the shape of a globe, and I wondered with a start if he somehow knew of the nickname Richard had given him. "'My father is dying,' he said bluntly. "'He suffered a stroke some months ago, and is not rallying as he should. The doctors believe he has little chance of seeing out the year.' I could not say I was sorry." Lord Telford had permitted his wife to throw me out of his house and into a world I was unprepared to navigate alone. He continued, In recent years my father has been much concerned with the future of the Telford title. In particular, it distresses him that I haven't married. He professes to be aware of the quite reasonable objections a suitable young lady might make to my deformity, and the very real possibility that it might be passed down to our children but he's unaware of the other consideration that has prevented my marrying. The family curse, as it's known. You sound as if you do not believe in the curse, I said, curious in spite of myself. He shrugged, and I noticed again the breadth of his shoulders. I had remembered him as a spindly youth, but perhaps my memory of him had been coloured by dislike, either mine or Richard's or perhaps he had a tailor as clever as his cobbler. "'My belief in it is immaterial,' he said. "'It's the fact that all of the marriageable ladies in my circle believe in it that presents the difficulty, and hence I come to you.' "'How do I come into the matter?' I said, startled. "'I'm not acquainted with any eligible young ladies to introduce to you, if that is your hope.' "'This is my proposition.' His blue eyes, icily pale, were once again disconcerting me with their intentness. I'd like to ease my father's last few weeks or months of life by bringing a bride to Gravesend. If you will consent to be that bride, for as long as my father lives, I'll settle on you a sufficient income to keep you in comfort the rest of your days. This effectively robbed me of speech. It was so unexpected— and perhaps to give me time to collect myself, he continued, as calmly as if he had not just proposed marriage to me. My father's condition is so pitiable that I cannot imagine the term shall be very long. Perhaps we might extend it by a few weeks after his death, so as to forestall the worst gossip. 
although of course there will be talk. We may wish to spread word that your own health is delicate, so that when you depart from Gravesend to a healthier climate, it won't come as a complete surprise. Finding my tongue, I said, Your father would be disappointed that you chose a bride too old to give you children. You would do much better to find a younger, ah, confederate for this scheme. His gaze swept over me from head to foot, with a casual appraisal so like Richard's that I swallowed hard. I think that in less severe garb than your widow's weeds, you'll look not much older than you were when you were put out of the house. He had said it voiced the great, awkward, unacknowledged fact of our acquaintance. And now that he had done so, I had a clue to help me toward an explanation for this bizarre visit.'